Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Single Auntie. I'm your host Haley and today I have the privilege of having my mom, my Grammy, my Nene, and my baby cousin Britt on the episode with me. Hello! As they all say hello in tune (laughs) and harmony. Um, Yeah, so we are doing a Mother's Day special And I have a list of questions that I am going to be asking each of them. Um, So if you are a mother, happy Mother's Day. Um, I pray that today you feel loved, celebrated, honored, and all the things. So we're just going to dive right in because as y'all know, on my podcast, I don't have like a super long intro getting started into anything. So... To start off, this is a question for the whole table. Britt, we'll start with you and we'll just kind of go around. What is one of your favorite things about your mom? Hmm. I have a lot of favorite things about my mom. But one of my favorites probably how she sings her singing voice. I think that's a gift. (laughs) well not that (laughs) nay nay Uh, my probably one of my favorite things about my mom is how she loves Jesus Grammy what was one of your favorite things about grandma probably her prayer life That's what I was going to say about my mom, is one of the things that I love and admire most about my mom is her prayer life. Okay, I'll answer for me because my sister's not here, so she's not answering. So one of my favorite things about my mom is the way that she can connect to a totally variety different group of people. Um, Number two, again, this is also for the whole table. What, so, or no, this is really just for you three. Um, What is something that your mom did that annoyed you when you were growing up that you now catch yourself doing to your kids? Man, <laughs> I well sometimes from my perspective growing up, I hated like there was one thing she would do when she would correct, and that was pinching us behind the arm. <laughs> Nothing brought me to more anger than for her to walk up and pinch me on just that little fatty part of my arm. Like, I wanted to just put her in the ground. Like, what? (laughs) And I never did that to my kids because I remember hating it so much. But then I just, like, thumped my kids so hard in the head. (laughs) But you did that to all of us, not just your kids. Yes. (laughs) Grammy, what was something your mom did that you... That was probably where I got it. How dare you? To me. <laughs> Literally. She would do that to me. Okay. Mom. I don't know. As I've gotten older, everyone says that I'm more like my mom all the time. I think something that she has done my whole life 
and I find myself doing a lot now is she's like the Roomba cleaner behind you. <laughs> yes. mean, you don't even get finished drinking your drink and she's putting it away. <laughs> you, you've barely made your plate and she's putting the food away. And I catch myself doing it now. And it annoys me. <laughs> I notice it now more than ever. Um, um, okay, what is one thing about your mom that you want to resemble? We'll start with you this time. Um, probably that she is... My mom is very gracious. And I hope that I can resemble that same character because I admire that. Grammy, what's one thing you want to resemble about Grandma? to skip and come back to you okay Nene you go um I'm gonna say the favorite thing that I love about her of how she loves Jesus if I could resemble anything it would be how she loves Jesus it's beautiful mm -hmm. I don't know I'd have to say you forgive quick I have a real issue with forgiving quickly <laughs> Yes. You do. And somebody can That's do good. something to you so just wrong and you're just immediately you forgive them. And I am not gifted in that way at all. <laughs> I, I seriously have a grudge problem and I'm working on it. <laughs> but that is something that I would like to resemble of you is forgiveness. Thank you. That's good. I like that. I that is true. hard on that. I'm going to have to work you a little like harder that. than probably you did. That's it's not easy. I think that it's a it's a mindset because yes. actually holding a grudge is exhausting. generational in this family and it's exhausting like <laughs> cuz my nothing. dad holds grudges, Rochelle holds grudges. Uh Haley, mm -hmm. yeah, and so I think that's like something I've seen. I don't know that my mom ever did because I think I saw her like Rochelle said be gracious. And I have just realized that un, like, to not forgive somebody is just a real burden to carry. Yeah. And me forgiving them, it doesn't mean that I allow them back in, like I set a boundary, but I don't carry the weight of unforgiveness. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have to work on it. <laughs> like, starting... Right now. Right well, you now. know what? Acknowledging that trait yeah. is really key to starting to uh, yeah. change I definitely it. acknowledged it when I turned about 10. <laughs> With your brother? <laughs> no, you know who you never hold a grudge against? Blake Burns. Yeah, I will against you and dad any day. But against my brother, I, I, I can never you not You have like a him. love for him that's like crazy. Yeah. 
I love him more than anybody. That's sorry. so rude. I'm sorry. I gave birth to you. <laughs> but he's he's I my have cared he's for my you ride or die. Life. Like when everything happened with he you poops and dad. On you. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's been my biggest bully, honestly, my whole <laughs> life. I mean, I couldn't do anything around him, nothing. But I don't know. There's just something about him that I just, it's easy with him. He's easy to love. Well, so. sometimes, but. No, he is. He is a good I don't know. We've just walked through everything together, so it's just easy yeah. with him. I think uh, what I love about mom was what you said about me. Is the way she loved Jesus. And she showed it. <laughs> she did. We're all crying because we loved her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grandma was a goodie if you didn't know her. I think her boldness in her faith in God. Yeah. Stood out tremendously to me because... There was not a setting, not a person, not a circumstance that she did not rise to the occasion. Yeah. Man. God. Yeah. I mean, she was fierce in the Lord. Yes, she was. And there was like a boldness that she carried there. You could not take her off the wall yeah. when it came to spiritual matters. I mean, she was strong on the wall. Yeah. And that's awesome. It's amazing. And she could tell you that you were dead wrong. <laughs> like, really. And, yeah, like, really, like, whip you into shape. But, like, you leave from that hard conversation not ever feeling like she was mad at you or upset at you. Like, you left, like still knowing that she loved you more than anything even though she just spent an hour correcting the mess out of you yeah. you still felt like there's no one that loves me like she loves me well i you know and what's crazy about that is i when we pastored i would have people in our congregation because she would literally walk up to women and say you shouldn't wear that shirt to church it's not godly like, she would correct people's clothing and how, like, women carried themselves. Women. Now, she would correct a man, too, if he was out of line. Like, in his talk or whatever. But I've never heard anyone say, like, she's so rude or anything. Like, yeah. everyone was like, I love your grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a beautiful trait. Yes, it is. Um, okay, I was going to ask this question to Ashley. Um, so I guess I'll ask it to mom and Nay since y'all are like not new moms, but the newest moms at the table. Um, what was one of the most difficult lessons that you had to learn being a new mom? Ooh. Um, probably tough love because, you know, when I decided when Jeff and I decided to have children we you know I was it's hard to have tough love and and I mean that in disciplining because I think you out love your kids and so like you you love their mess you love them even when they're acting up you know sure they can get on your nerves that day but like you love them 
And I think learning tough love real quick to where I had to rise up and be a mom and I had to train up my kids. I mean, I've talked about that, you know, before that training up your, your kid doesn't mean that like I'm Brittany's 20 likes 22. I still feel like days that there's, I'm training them. I'm still, you know, trying to help guide them in the right path when, you know, Blake calls me and says, can you, I need, I just need some advice on a situation. I'm still training them up. I still have a spiritual responsibility to them. And, um, I think, I think that was hard as a new mom because I just loved my kids so much. And, um, we were like poor when they, when we first had them, like seriously so poor. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, but I wanted to give them the world. But I also knew, like, I had a responsibility to make them good kids. Yeah. I think, because um, you said as a new mom. So when I had you, I think the hardest lesson I had, <laughs> and it's embarrassing, but at the same time, I think more people can relate to it than not, is um, I had to learn time management. And that was a huge struggle for me. Time, just getting ready in the morning, not being late to church, not being late for work. Time management and keeping my house clean and my laundry done. And I failed miserably for a long time. I I had, I struggled with time. It just, it it was a struggle. It was hard. Um, okay, Britt, this was for you and Ash, just for you. Um, what is something you wish your mom would have done differently growing up and why? (laughs) Well, differently. Hmm. I don't know, because I feel like as like the older I got and not just me, my brother as well, you changed things like your, how you would respond and things like that. And I don't know, maybe just talk to me first about it instead of reacting and like try to understand where I was coming from rather than like just knowing what happened in the situation as I wish was different. Because, I mean, you would just wear me out and I wouldn't even be able to say nothing. It was just, it was an immediate punishment. So, like, I never got to, like, talk with you at all, especially more about, like, how I was feeling and, like, cry about it and be like, well, this is why I did it. Instead of just being like, oh, well, you did it. So now I'm going to correct you. She got that from our father. Yeah. Gosh. So maybe that, but I don't know. The older I've gotten, we talk more. You'll still correct me. I mean, you did thump me in Nashville, I think. We were walking down the street. Now, I didn't even do anything. I was just walking in front of you, and it just pissed she you off. She gets joy out of hurting <laughs> It just pissed her off. Like, I'm sorry I can't walk in front of you. Just bow. And I was like, dang. Like, I'm, I'm just here for Grammy. Like, I can't be enjoying myself. I can't even, like, walk. I think, I think sometimes it's like, as a mom, like... I just want to remind them. 
I know but who's I still boss. Got it. I know. <laughs> I know. Like that's, that's what she wants to hear. Exactly. Like I still know. Like you act like I don't know these things. Like I've been known. I've had twenty years to know. Like my God, I I got more trouble than my brother did. Okay, I got reminded. You follow me around school. No, like, what's, I think what's I know. Crazy is is that you and Blake were so different. Like Not I really. corrected him so much as a kid. You didn't. No, do I didn't correct him. you. I can promise you, that kid <laughs> got beat. But he did all his mess early, and then he learned how to be quiet about things. You were never quiet about it. Like, you grew up, and you never left my side till you were, like, 12, 13 years old. And then when you hit that, it was like, I don't know. You, like, became this person that I was just like, don't make me knock you straight out. <laughs> like... <laughs> I was yeah. going through cycles of life, mother. <laughs> I was trying to know what it was like to be a girl in high school. And I hated it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish you would have talked to me instead of just punishing me. Like, I got punished for wanting to hang out with my friends. No. Bow. <laughs> like, dang. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Mom and Nene. Well, you didn't answer that one. Um, okay. What's the one thing I wish... I, I Honestly, maybe a little bit of what Brittany said, like... And I wish that every time I did something, it wasn't told to everybody. Mm. Like, that's something that, like... I mean, you and I have talked about that. Like, you don't do that now. But, like, there was a point in time where it was like... I did one thing and like granted, like some of them were big things and you did need like help, <laughs> like controlling me. And I get that. And, and this is another thing that I'll say, I will say like you have gotten better at, but there was a point in time where like you constantly reminded me of everything that I had ever done wrong Ooh. and that. I hated that because it just made me want to be like, I mean, you ain't going to let it go anyway. So I guess I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because you're still reflecting on what I did a year and a half ago. So, but it, you again, my mom doesn't do that now, but there was a time period where, Lord, we'd be sitting down at the table and she'd just bring up stuff that I did. And I'm like, okay, I don't even know you why we're... Me. But <clears throat> probably Still. that, but I mean, those are things that like, I think since I've matured and grown, you don't do. And we've just grown in our relationship. But I think that's what it is, is because you're, we remind you because you're still not, you still haven't learned the lesson in our eyes. And so it's like, I, I feel like I need to remind Brittany because she's still doing something stupid that I'm like, that's dumb. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, stop the cycle. And so we remind it's not, I'm not holding it against her. I'm just saying, Hey, learn from this because if you, if you don't, we're going to be right back here. Yeah. I, I agree. And I just, I, I agree with kind of what Britt said. I don't think our family, like, I think we're all very open about a lot of things, but I think a lot of the openness now has came from like our growing up. Yeah. Like I feel like even when like 
I can't speak for them, but like for when me and Ashley, like we're going through our parents' divorce, I don't remember there being a space where we were ever like sat down and someone looked at us and was like, how are you? Like, how does, how is what's going on make you feel? And like, I just feel like there was never a space created for those kinds of conversations. But I mean, again, like, you know, you were going through your own stuff. I just think, you know, you get in the hustle and bustle of life and you forget to have those things, those conversations. But, um, So then, you know, again, with maturity, I'm like, okay, I understand why you remind me so many times. But back then I was like, bro, let it go. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it's like this mistletoe is constantly following me around. Um, Okay. All three of you, Grammy, Nay, and mom. When raising your kids, do you have any regrets? Well, when I listened to you and your sister's podcast, I heard multiple times, (laughs) she left us home alone all the time. And I was like, I mean, did I? Or you're just did bad stuff those times and that's what you remember. But so I guess, I mean, when I'm thinking of like, because that that kind of triggered something in me like, man, did I really, was I like never present? Was I always gone? Cause you guys said that. So I can't think of anything else at the moment other than maybe, I guess I wish I wasn't gone so much, but I felt like I was never away from you. (laughs) I think we were thinking about like summers, like when we had like, Like, we had Amelia as our nanny. We had Rachel Hayworth as our nanny. And then, like, the evenings that you would go clean offices with Becca Vesey. Like, those, like, we were home alone for those things. And, like, it may have not been a lot, but in, like, my child-liked mind. And then you were always at the daycare till, like, 6 or 7 at night. So... We would either yes, ride the my bus boss home. Was a slave driver. <laughs> we, <laughs> she got off at noon, but I didn't get off till. Oh, so God. we would, so we would get home, at, or like Nene would pick us up, and so we'd be home in the evenings until you got home. Yeah. So. Um. But I mean, do I have anything that I regret? Is that what was mm-hmm. that the question? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, maybe. I have a tendency to be a nagger. I did. And that I regretted because that wasn't healthy for a marriage or my kids. You know, that was annoying for a while. But thankfully that abruptly stopped. But no, I mean, I loved being a mom. I loved my kids. I had a lot of fun with y'all. You still don't love me or have fun with me? You're saying loved, like... Well, I'm talking when when you were little. I love you dearly now, but thankfully you're in a spot that I don't feel like I have to take care of you. Grammy doesn't feel so. that way. <laughs> no, I'm just giving the burden to her mom. 
Grammy, do you have any regrets? I really don't. I love my kids. We, I grew up with my children. I had Ronnie Joe when I was 19, and then. Whoa. I didn't know that. 21, and then 22, I had Renee. And I kind of grew up with them and enjoyed every minute of it. I really did. I have no regrets. Could I have been a little harder? I really wasn't a very hard taskmaster. That was their father. She was hard. Listen, my dad was a screamer and a yeller, and if Sandy made him do this, the whooping, he did it. But you didn't get nothing past Sandra Lee. That does that doesn't mean that I was hard on you. I I was always aware. I was always oh, around. she had Hawkeyes. She could see from behind her head what you were thinking, saying, feeling. She knew it. When you would bring different friends at home, Woo! Yes, I knew you who they were. knew it quickly. Yes, but anyway. Nene, do you have any regrets? Um, I'm kind of like mom. I mean, I could set nitpick circumstances or whatever, but as far as like, I, I've loved them with everything in me and I feel like I I showed that to them every day and they might not have wanted me as present but I feel like in so many ways I was very present and um, I mean they always thought I was so in their business but I would not change that I, if anything I would be even more I'd be more involved more invested and I think, I think when we were kids, our parents traveled with us. So when we had kids, I don't think I ever went on a trip that my kids didn't go on because our whole life were our children. I mean, mine was you all and Renee's was her kids and we planned vacations of what would the family, what would our kids enjoy? It wasn't who's staying with the kids, we're going to take a trip. I mean, we lived our whole life to be involved in your life and to be present. And I think we raised our kids the way our mom raised us because that was the kind of mom she was. <clears throat> Okay, now I have some single questions uh, for you guys. So, Britt, I'll start with you. Um, <clears throat> what is one of your favorite memories with your mom? Hmm. My favorite memory. One of them? You can share a couple if you want. Hmm. She's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just trying to think of something, like, appropriate. <laughs> Honestly. Because, like, we have a lot of memories. One of my favorite. I don't know. I One of my favorite things, I think, that, like, changed everything about me and my mom's relationship from, like, when I was, like, in 
middle school and high school to when I turned, I think, about 17. Um, we were in the car, and this was right when she had told me and Blake that she was moving to Kentucky. And me and her had, like, a real conversation about not her moving, just me and her. Like, things that we were feeling. And, like, that it changed everything. I think, like, we became best friends rather than just you constantly trying to structure. Because, like, you did that. You needed to do that. I mean, I was a kid. Not saying, not saying I'm not still young, but, like, when I turned about 17, we became more, like, best friends. And ever since then, we, like, hang out instead of... You know, you making me go do things or just whatever. I don't know. We just became best friends. And we have a lot of good memories. I mean, I will say, like, out of you and Dad, you were more daring than my father. Um, Dad definitely let me and Blake go do. He paid for us to do it. But, like, you were always right there doing it with us. And I think that, like, got me past, like, being fear, like, fearful. She kind of was that stud in my life. Like, I'm just to not ever be afraid to just do it. And so, I don't know. I have a lot of good memories, but I guess I didn't really name, like, a memory. Just more of, like... Key moments that's Key made moments. you who you are. Yeah, definitely. But don't get it twisted. She's twenty, and I'm still like, "Where oh are you?" <laughs> oh, She's I like, know. "Why are you on my head?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm never not gonna be." <laughs> okay, Grammy. <clears throat> um, since raising your kids and seeing your kids raise your kids, and then to see Ashley raise Oakley. What are some differences that you've seen, like, from your parenting to their parenting to now Ashley's parenting? Like, rather it be, like, the age of time, um, leniency, like, what are just some different things? Well, I think, um, because we live in a world that's always changing it makes it's what we've always said if if you allow something your children are going to allow it ten times more whatever that may be because we raised our children pretty strict because of the way we were raised. But um, I, I think every generation is a little looser, a little, I don't know the word for it, but, um, and so I think, Ashley, I, I'm, my, my kids always were very, pretty much the way I raised them they raised you all and then Ashley is is a very good little mommy I think she she spends lots of time with Oakley and is teaching her and all that and I pray that you know she is as stable 
and keeps up, you know, what we all believe. And I, I just hate to see kids the way you were raised and the way you raised her and the way she'll raise her children. It's just, it's just the way, the trend of the world. <clears throat> it's really not following the trend of the world. Yeah. It's following the big, back, big black book. Yeah, that's true. And you, you trained us to follow the Lord. Right. And have a heart for God. Okay. Um, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> what was the difference from having a child and not being married and then having a child and being married? Yay, yay, yay. Um, well... Um, having you, I lived with Grammy and Papa, and, um, there, uh, that's a hard question. Um, there's so many things I could say. For me personally, and I'm not saying anyone else would feel this way, for me personally, being who I was and who I had been raised to be, being pregnant in, in a pastor's home was tough. And I was tough on myself, and my dad was even more tough. So that put my mom always in the hard spot because she was always just trying to make everyone happy. And when I had you, all of those walls broke. And so there were several weeks of, while my heart was mending with my father, I was still dealing with like my own circumstance. And um, thankfully, my dad had come around. My mom was great and walked me through a lot of healing. And you were a great baby. So you made being a mom easy because you were a great baby. Um, having Ashley with her dad, uh, that was that was actually really easy the pregnancy was absolutely horrendous because we didn't tell anyone we were pregnant with Ashley until March and she was born in April and no one knew I was pregnant so on my birthday I told my family that I was pregnant with Ashley and she was due in a month and the only thing Jeff could say was no wonder her butt's been getting big <laughs> But Matt and I hadn't been married very long, and so getting getting pregnant so quickly was a shock. And it was like, oh my gosh, Haley is still a baby. Do we need another one? Um, and so I felt like 
for me personally, I kind of had two pregnancies where the men in my life weren't, didn't want me to be pregnant, if that makes sense. Just my dad mainly because I was single and then Matt because we hadn't been married very long and we already had a baby and now we're having another one. So it just felt financially were we ready and our two bedroom apartment wasn't big enough and it just was a lot. And so I had two really emotionally hard pregnancies. And, um, but I had great babies, so they were both pretty tough to me now that I think about it. <laughs> 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 I went through a lot of trauma <laughs> with those two pregnancies, but, um, God sure was merciful and everything worked out for, for good. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know that no one knew until a month before. Yeah, you're weird for that. Yeah, okay. it's kind oh, of one of those things, if we didn't tell anyone... It just wasn't It happening. would go away. But that's not really how pregnancy works, so... Well, no. I just am one of the lucky ones that stayed sick and didn't get big. Except your butt. Except, yeah, except your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Nene, how different was it raising Blake from Brittany? Um, like boy and girl. So raising Blake is was so much easier because you have... It's not that he was an easier baby or anything like that. Um, him and Brittany were like the best of friends growing up. They're 19 months apart. But, um, you know... I remember growing up, and my mom would always sit, because Rochelle and I would always, like, gripe because Ron and Jill got got to do a lot of things that we weren't able to do. And it just never made sense. Even when we were, like, of the age that he got to do the things, we still never got to do the things. And her remark would always be, because he's a boy. And I always hated that. But when I had my kids... That saying became so real because Blake being a boy, I didn't feel like, not that you don't have to protect your children any less, but I felt like he could take care of himself a little more than she would be able to. And that concern was, was always there. And then when he started, you know, when he got into junior high and he started hanging around bigger boys like Cole and, you know, JT and all, you know, boys who, I felt like they were like a, they were a team, you know, and Brittany, all her friends were just like dumb little girls. <laughs> so it was like freaking scary. Every time she would leave the house, like my heart was just like, oh my God, what is going to happen? You know, and it was like, it was like, honestly, like turmoil, like the moment she would leave the house. And I think that that's why a lot of times Jeff and I just felt like building our own compound it was like we wanted all the fun things at our house and so that's what we tried to do because we felt like we could protect and even though some you know things happen out of your control that was like the biggest difference just because it it just was like Blake was a fighter and he was one heck of a fighter I mean I never if he was around like I never feared for Brittany because like he's gonna take care of her and, um, and he did, and, and it was just natural. Not that we had to like enforce that, but it was like, he knew like, that's my sister. And he's still that way. He's still like, you don't even think about looking at Maddie sideways. Like 
<laughs> he will rip your head yeah. off. You know, he don't even play. <clears throat> so, um, he's been like that with, with me and, you know, and, you know, but with Brittany, it was always like, you always, well, I, I wanted to put a bubble around her. So no one ever hurt her because she's a girl and I wanted to protect that. And it was just so different. And I remember saying, cause she would even say to me, Blake got to do it. And I'd be like, cause he's a boy. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm my mother. But it was like, I understood yeah. at that point. And okay. Rochelle would always say, Oh my gosh, Blake is so much. And he's just so, he's in everything and he's wild. And you know, cause she had girls and it just, it was so different. Yeah. I have a funny story about that. <clears throat> Can I tell it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Brittany was like in kindergarten or first grade, and so Blake was what in second grade, yeah. and uh, Renee and Jeff couldn't get the kids picked up, and so Renee was like, "I need you to go to the school, the elementary school, and pick them up." Well, I was late, so they were out front waiting. As always, y'all sucked at carpooling. I mean, I would. We be... hated it. it. Was the bane of our existence. <laughs> I would. Just this is a heads up for everybody listening. I would literally be at school till nighttime waiting oh for my, my ride. Word. Oh She's no so lie. Dramatic. That's so no lie. So um, when Brittany was little, she was a little on um the thicker side. <laughs> and I pull up Ain't much changed. <laughs> I pull up to the school to get them. And Blake is on top of a boy beating him up and teachers are pulling Blake off. And I was like, <gasps> I jump out of the car and I run. I am like freaking out. And it was because one of the boys said something rude to Brittany about her belly. And Blake went ham on them. And so we get into the principal's office and I had to call Renee, and I was like, Blake's been in a fight, and he beat a boy up. And Renee was like, why? And I told him, because he, some kid said something about Brittany. And she was like, well, good, he deserved it. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, Don't mess with my kid. But I didn't have boys, so I had girls, and girls don't fight. And I would have. Beat you to death. Haley fought in the school fought. bus. <laughs> Haley fought. But again, school. that she got older and she no, had a little, she she, she attacked little, that kid that was pushing she, Ashley. She got she suspended. did. She got a little ratchet <laughs> in her and and she then she did. But I mean, Blake was just a little guy, and he was fighting this kid. I'd never seen anything like it. it yeah, was Blake crazy. was always. Blake was a protector. Yes. Yeah. He still is. Yeah, he is. Um, okay, Grammy. <clears throat> oh, no. I- I'll start with you, Brittany. Oh, no. I'll just go with you. Okay. What are some of the things that you miss most about your mom? Mm-hmm. Her friendship. Her cooking. unfailing love she was constantly there 
She had a pretty good side eye, too. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany, if today was your last chance to ever tell or speak to your mom, what would you tell her? I just don't even like that question as it is, but... Because I know it's not going to be, but... Gosh, Haley, don't make me cry. Like, it's just real. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't know. Obviously that I love her. And thank her for raising me to be who I am. And how I'm supposed to be. But we're just not even going to act like that's going to happen. Because I have had one prayer to God. Very serious prayer. That if he ever took Blake or my parents to take me to. <laughs> I don't like that question. That's terrible. <laughs> it's really so bad. <laughs> I'd, ha- I'd be off the rocker. I mean, I'd have to go into serious counseling. <laughs> I'd have to move him a Grammy. Like, there'd be prayer nights every night. <laughs> Just don't even let me out the house. Because I probably wouldn't make good decisions. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be right back to square one. Probably probably back even more seven more steps. Oh, you are so Okay, bad. okay. Okay, so then don't think about it like that. Well, if there is anything Okay, this is your last chance. Okay, if there's has there ever been anything that you've wanted to communicate to your mom a lot. that you have yet to not communicate to her? Like that would obviously be not, appropriate for yeah, the bro- where it wouldn't like co- cross y'all's boundaries, <laughs> <laughs> be cross y- you all's boundaries. <laughs> Is there anything I wanted to communicate to my mom? Like, in what scenario? Like. Because I need, like. Okay. If. If you were on fear factor. And you had to either get in a glass tub with rats and cockroaches Mm -mm. for 45 minutes. (laughs) Or. You had the opportunity to tell your mom something that maybe you've been scared to tell her or you've been too prideful to tell her. Like, would there ever be, like, for me, like, there would probably be things that I would apologize for to my mom or there would be things that I would own or, like, just things like that. Like, is there anything... Like, that you would express or tell your mom if you knew that, like, you know, time was short. Again, if you couldn't get back time. Um, I mean, I don't really know how else to say the question. Well, I didn't really know what the fear factor had to do with what all you <laughs> I was. Said. You said give you a scenario. So, I was trying but, to give you a scenario. Um, I mean, I feel like I have definitely said my dues I've definitely owned up to I feel like that I've owned up to pretty much all my dues and all my wrongs I mean there's a lot of things you don't know 
I don't need to know everything. Exactly. So, like, I don't, I don't think I have any I've regrets. Heard <laughs> I don't think I have any regrets in not telling my mom things that are really personal for just me. Um, I definitely tell my mom a lot. So, um, I've said sorry to her about a lot of things because I've definitely have done things that aren't good and I've definitely lied and went and did things that weren't right and then turned around and lied again and just kept doing it. But we've talked about all those things and I've definitely apologized and I communicate. I keep you up with my life. But, I mean, there's things in all of our lives, I feel like, that we don't talk to about with anybody. Because it's just not meant for that. So, no, you don't have anything that you would want to I mean, to no, if you just wanted the short answer, I could have just said no. But was, <laughs> I mean, this is a podcast, so I didn't really know how to go about the things. I thought you needed a whole example. No, that's good. I'm just giving you a hard time. Okay, well, Mom and Nay... If today was one of your last chance to express or tell anything to your mom, would there be anything that you would say? No, because I tell her every day. Every single day, I tell her. I love her every day. She knows. Because I mean, even though we don't live by each other, I'm three hours apart. I, I talk to her three or four times a day. I mean, I, she's one of the first phone calls I make in the morning. Um, and I talked to her all throughout my day. So I feel like that I communicate and she knows how I feel. I have no regrets there. Mom? Um, I mean, I'm kind of the same. I, sometimes I feel like Renee stole my best friend because <laughs> mom used to talk to me all the time and then... When I went through this big traumatic thing and then stole my best friend. No, I'm just kidding. Um, She's I think, not kidding. She feels that way. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am kidding. I think, I think our mom has um, e- equally given to all three of her kids what we've needed. And so... Um, no, I I mean I I talk to my mom every day. I she is generally <clears throat> the first phone call because she's like the first person I talk to. And we FaceTime, like us three will FaceTime in and the morning. We have a group chat. And yeah. it's like just the three of us. And so um I'm waiting for my mom to move to Kansas now, so I can be with her every day. <laughs> And I can take care of her when she can't take care of herself. <clears throat> and love on her every day. Oh gosh. She's not moving to Kansas. She might be. I bring it up all the time. She always says no, so. Well, she <clears throat> doesn't say that to me. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> okay, what is one exciting um, adrenaline thing, like, or it doesn't have to be adrenaline, but like, what's like an activity, something exciting, an activity that you have never done that you've always wanted to do with your mom? Are you starting with me? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. My, I want to go to Australia. I think that'd be a blast. Like, I feel like we should just do a trip with me and you. Like a mom and daughter trip. Because we're either with other people. But, like, I, not that that's a bad thing. I'd love to... I love doing things with you guys. But I've never had, like, done that with you. And I love to travel. And I think that that would be fun. I want to jump out of a plane with you. Honestly, yes. We can do that. Yeah. So, yeah, skydiving for sure. Because my brother's already done it. Even though my mom would probably pay for him to go and make me pay, but... Oh, Lord. Oh he God. should pay for all of us. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but, all right, so skydiving. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a I good think one. think about that. But a trip would be fun, too. Yeah. <clears throat> Nene, what's one thing you'd want to do with Grammy? Uh, I mean, we do the things. There's not a lot that... If we kind of start talking about it, then we've done it. We yeah. we go on trips. We've done trips a lot together, just her and I. And yeah, me, her, and Rochelle. I, I mean, that's just kind of how we are. Mom, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we've done lots of fun stuff. We've flown lots of places and taken lots of great trips together. Yep. I loved every minute of it. We've traveled around and... It's hard to imagine a vacation without all of us. Like, her and Dad went to Gatlinburg, like, a few couple months ago, or a month ago, whatever it was, and they literally called and they were like, my dad was like, it'd be so much more fun if you and Rochelle were here. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, hilarious. Like, <laughs> I, I just think we're just close like that. So, yeah. One thing I want to do with you, even though we both would suck at it, but just because we grew up, like I grew up watching it with you all the time. And I think that's where that came from. I want to go. I would love to go on Fear Factor with you. Like you've always, said I've that. always said always. that. Like since I, I, we watched it when I was a kid, I've always said we should do like you know how like they used to do like yeah. the mother daughter and, and like we the would son. Be the team puking and driving. <laughs> yeah, and down in the yep. I honestly, so, I would do it with two most. people. I would do it with you, and I would do it with Blake. Like, a Blake, Blake would be, be amazing. Yeah, Blake and I feel like it. I would be like the cheerleader, and like he could it's be the one that sits in. With like snakes and rats and all that, oh, like yeah. if it, if eat it was whatever. you and me against them, who, Rochelle, Rochelle and, and Haley or Rochelle and Ashley, like I don't know. So I think that we, we're winning. Yeah, I don't sorry. know. I, I, I think that I think that oh, they're not beating me would rise up. That's you, like, but yeah. your mom's not like that. She she oh she'd get it together. <laughs> Haley, you whip her well, in shape. She'd get shame. it together. Oh, <laughs> For She'd real. be throwing up before we even started. I know. Your pants. But sh- again, we would win, like without a doubt, depending on what it was. Because if it was running, we're out. We're done for. Well, I can't run anymore. Exactly. Well, I was going to say, I'd have to carry her. athletic, you're beat. Yeah, but yeah. Fear Factor wasn't about athletics, it's about like fear. 
Well, yeah, but a lot of it is like here. stunts and like yeah. not all of it is eating. I've, I've done a free fall seventy feet that none of y'all would even do. I yeah. would now. I don't know. I think we'd be y'all sit and watched <laughs> me do. So I'm I'm the daredevil of this group. Hundred yeah. percent. I I totally agree with that. Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. I will push so we would, myself. We would kill to y'all be. in a competition on Fear Factor. One hundred percent. Now eating certain things. I would, but do I'd it. do it. Yeah, for sure. I'm, there's not a lot in me that I would, especially push if there's money involved. That's what I'm saying. If I know I can win a hundred k, oh, give me that thousand year old egg. Now Ooh. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know, but here's the eat thing. a eat a eat a could live you, cockroach. Could you suck the snot out of Oakley's nose and swallow it <laughs> for a hundred k? Yeah, <laughs> give her to me. Yeah. No, I'll, no, I, I'll, you. I mean, I'll dry heave my entire way through it. Because when Darius, when I said that video, and he said that is demonic, I will suck the living snot up out her nose. <laughs> could disgusting. you do? Could you now, do it? I'm I'm fighting dry heat right now. <laughs> it is right there, like <laughs> Ashley. Could you do it? Only for Oakley. Only on Oakley. Would you do it to me? For 100k? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've if seen you, the snot that come out. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I've seen if, the snot. If you had it, That's if all I'm saying. If it were me, could any of y'all do spit, it? Could you swallow oh her my spit? Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 uh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Bro, bro, it's just a ball. It'd be easy to go to <laughs> Y'all are losing all fear factor. You you swallow my snot. Straight, you know I would. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I'll, it I'll get you. Oh. <laughs> okay, <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> I did gag a little bit. Don't do, don't do don't do your tongue like that I'm when dead. I spit it in your mouth. I, <laughs> you're probably a lot more than snot coming out. If you, I saw you do that. Stop. Okay. <laughs> But but in conclusion, we'd beat y'all on Fear Factor. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I should do an at-home Fear Factor and put y'all to the What are you going to get, Ashley? You're too scared to pick up you a gonna snail. You going to put money on the line, I said right? I would put it on, not I would participate. Yeah, would are put you putting money on the line Ashley for us to win? Ashley has never no. wanted to go on Fear Factor. I don't have Haley. that desire. But you couldn't yeah. even pick up a snail, so what would be scary about what you going to put on the table for a us? A snail? I would pick up a snail. Where do you even find a snail? Listen, you can go get things and they'll put it in a box and I just got to dump it out and then you've got to touch it or lie in it. Like that guy laid in the trap and let all the spiders crawl over him for three minutes. Could you do that? Oh, jeez. Yeah. I could boss my way through that. Yeah, for I sure. I could totally wrap my Unless they I were could, biting. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I could biting. boss now, see, my way through that's that. That's where Blake would struggle. About crawling, yeah. He could. I would be in For his panic. anxiety to not, like, overtake him. He'd be like, Mom, talk to me. <laughs> talk me down, Mom. He couldn't open his mouth. They crawled on his face. He only Mentally, had I could boss my way through that. It really would be the eating that would get me. No, not the eating like, for me. It'd be like sitting through it. I will say, yeah, though, I I'm very proud of I myself. I ate a oyster on my birthday, and I Oysters was perfectly fine. A little bit of crackers and I mean, Tabasco. That, and oysters kind of like what Britney spits. I know. 
That was a horrible shirt. <laughs> and you sucked it it's right out the shell. It's literally the same thing. You it sucked is, it out the shell. You even made the slurp noise. I did. And it's like a loogie. Yeah. <laughs> the texture of I know. I know. Okay. Well, we're we're coming up on, <laughs> on an hour. So, um, is there anything else that y'all want to add? Yeah, Ashley, how about you add? Yeah, Ashley, is there anything that you um, would like to say about mom? Rather it be y'all's favorite memory together, um, something you admire the most about her? Well, I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> I need you to scoot so I can see you when I talk about you. Um, well, what'd you say? <laughs> it doesn't matter what I said, you say it. Yeah, but sometimes it's easy to bounce. I don't remember what I said. That was an hour ago. Something I love about mom? Mm-hmm. Something you admire. admire? Your mom loved how gracious our mom was. Well, that's good, because Grammy is gracious. And Brittany loved that I was forgiving. That's good. I love... Oh, my goodness. Don't you hate when you have, like, a brain fart and all of a sudden you can't think of it? Well, yeah, because I didn't anticipate talking. Well, I'll help you. I'm gracious and I'm <laughs> 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 I was a superb mother. I am thankful that even on the day I told you about my pregnancy, you pushed, to me, you pushed your feelings aside and loved, supported, guided, cared, provided, uplifted, encouraged, and walked with me through all of that the way you did. Because when I was preparing for the absolute worst you 100% proved me wrong and acted so godly to me and I am extremely thankful for that because look I'm yelling <laughs> yes that was beautiful you made me cry me too. She said yes. Sorry. <laughs> I interrupted her and told her to speak up, so she, I interrupted her, so I'm sorry. It's fine. <clears throat> um, okay, well, let's, we'll kind of, like, wrap this up here, but I also want to, like, since you're here now, I feel like something just kind of popped into my mind. Um, I kind of like how we were saying, I love, like, how close we all are. And I think, like, you know, like, thinking about Mother's Day, like, obviously, like, y'all honor Grammy, you honor your mom, and, you know, we honor you. <clears throat> but I'm also so thankful that, um, like, there have been so many moments that I've been able to come to you and, like, no, you're not my mom, but you've given me motherly advice and you've loved me <laughs> and you became my best friend 
this and I just want to say thank you for always creating a home that we didn't have to tell you we were coming over but we could just show up at the back door and just walk in or be on the couch and you come out and you're just like hey about to cook dinner you stay in and I'm just thankful to we'll have order in dinner yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not get crazy I just remember you always made spaghetti or they always wanted what are those the pizza pizza rolls yes gosh those are constant but you just always created a very open home and openness like she said that you were always there to listen and give advice or just there to listen and be a shoulder and not everybody is blessed enough to be able to have a person like that in their life and to you Grammy I have I remember coming to you like before mom left in prayer at the altar and was just like I'm scared I'm confused and I don't know what to do and you prayed with me and you've I mean not even just then but always growing up you've given godly counsel and advice and corrected us when we were wrong and always prayed and your prayers all of y'all's prayers have not gone unnoticed or unheard in some way they have been filled to fruition and I just want to say thank you to all of you for the hell that we each put you through in a different way that you never stopped or gave up because none of us would be here if it weren't for y'all and your prayers so thank you Jesus well I can brag a little bit about Aunt Shell now since I talked about my mom <laughs> and I'll talk <laughs> nothing you're just sweet and, and Grammy as well I will say this about Rochelle Slavens to everybody. This, I have never had a friend or anybody in my life that's as loyal as you. Like, I can tell you anything and everything, and I know it's not going to be repeated. And you don't always give advice back. You just listen. You That doesn't come around very often that's very rare and it's a gift and we really got close we started traveling half across the country together (laughs) every other month and I just know that everything I told you I know that it's going to be kept safe and I just I don't have that with hardly anybody else so that's I do appreciate that of you and Grammy for anybody out of your kids or grandkids, it doesn't matter who it is, your home has always been open. And even as many times as I've ran from here to here or here to here, you've always had a room for me. Like, you, you don't forget about any of us. Like, it's always, I'm here. You always answer the phone sometimes. You always answer the phone sometimes. I had to, re- I had to restate that because I didn't want to lie there because you do sometimes not answer my call and, and boy, it pisses me off. <laughs> and you always think not just about me or Ashley or Haley or my mom or Aunt Shell or Oakley. Like, you think about all of your kids and grandkids. Like, every Christmas, birthday, it's to everybody that person is celebrated on that day. And you make sure of that. And I, I'm i not very good at that because I like to hold my circle as my circle. I'm not very good at opening. 
and spreading it out and you you have that and I hope to have that one day so I appreciate you both and obviously you know I love you but I'm gonna quit talking (laughs) (laughs) well and you too Ashley see your mother now I forgot but I think I remember when we were I was in high school no middle school and you were in high school and I used to come pick me up to go get ICs and you put me on Post Malone and you did things with me that like now we would do, but you're just so much older. So your priorities are different and it makes me want to grow up, which is a good thing, I guess. Yeah. And like, like I look at Ashley and I'm like, she's, you're 24, 25, yeah. you're 25 now. And like, I know a lot of 25 year olds that are still doing things that I'm doing at my age and I just like I think that you've just grown into so much of who you are and you've stuck beside that and you've loved hard and you've always reached out to me about putting Oakley on my favorite things you're welcome by the way because I put you on but I'm very proud of who you've become as a mom as well and Oakley's turned out amazing already I can't wait till she's older so I can have real conversations with her. Until you instructed her to twerk earlier. Okay. (laughs) What? Okay, you weren't supposed to know that. Oh, goodness. But she's going to have a fun auntie outside of Haley. I mean, yeah, she has Brittany and Haley as her aunt, so. I mean. She's destined to be a twerker. (laughs) She's destined to shake any spirit but the Holy Spirit. (laughs) So, yeah, I am proud of you, too. And Haley, I love you doing this. Like, that's big. I could sit here and talk like that. You just did. Yeah, but I would get into so many other things. My mind would go other places. So then I just have a whole hour of me doing I'd have to delete it. So. <laughs> so I'm proud of you for sticking by it. And you've reached out to a lot of different people. Not only just like who's watching. Like people you don't even know. You've reached out to. My friends watch your stuff. Like I literally had Kyla the other day. She's like, so I just watched Haley's latest episode. When are you going to be on it? I want to go on it. And I just started laughing. And I was like, so you're not only reaching like people around you that know you, you're reaching people that don't know you and only hear about it. And I think that's amazing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep doing it. I think you're amazing. Thank you. I you get that are. quite often. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We obviously just love talking about how much we all love each other. <laughs> just kidding. And I love that about our family. Um, anything else anyone wants to add or say? Honestly, I think I poured my heart out tonight. And <laughs> I've said a lot of things... Why are y'all laughing? Like, it's not funny. I said a lot of deep things. Well, y'all, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, If you are a mother, uh, from our home to yours, I pray that you have a beautiful Mother's Day and that you feel loved and cherished and appreciated and honored. And, yeah, so... I will see you all next week. Bye.